0: You're listening to What's Up Social Media, a review of last week's happenings in the social media world, with some Trini seasoning. And now, here's your host, Keisha Lewis. What's up, social media? Welcome to episode 5 with news from the 18th to 23rd of March, 2018. What a week! Now this week can be summed up with two words. Cambridge Analytica Boy has this been a week for Facebook. The chickens have come home to roost, and their approach to data has come to bite them in the SHUT YOUR MOUTH! But life continues, and the social media world kept it moving. There were news and updates aplenty from Twitter, Google, and of course Facebook, amongst others. And a certain movie is not just breaking records at the box office. So let's start with the top news The Facebook Cambridge Analytica scandal. Now, this scandal broke about two weeks ago, and in the previous episode, I spoke a little bit about what exactly happened, and what's the cause of all this furor. So if you want to get some more details on that, a little quick review, please feel free to check episode 4 of What's Up Social Media. Now a lot happened since then, but if I were to go into everything that happened with respect to the scandal last week, we'll be here for the next 3-4 to four hours and neither of us want to hear my voice yapping in your ears for the next 3-4 to four hours. So what I'll be doing in this episode is just giving you a summary of headlines from the past week with respect to this particular scandal. So let's begin. Facebook has lost over $60 billion in market value since reports surfaced. About $50 billion by Tuesday morning. This, according to Bloomberg News, is equivalent to, and I quote, more than twice Tesla's market cap in two days, unquote. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg finally responded on Thursday with a Facebook post shared to Twitter and a series of interviews including with Recode and with Anderson Cooper on CNN. Chief Security Officer Alex Stamos Reportedly resigned from Facebook over a disinformation drama. And the headlines continue with responses. There have been calls for Mark Zuckerberg to resign. Advertisers are rethinking using Facebook data for precision marketing. Mozilla pulls ads off Facebook over data access concerns. Facebook has been hit with shareholder lawsuits over data misuse crisis. House and Senate put Zuckerberg on notice. You are the right person to testify before Congress. Hashtag delete Facebook builds momentum. Even Elon Musk deletes Facebook pages he didn't even know he had. And brands are capitalizing on the Facebook Cambridge Analytica scandal. Some of those examples we'll be covering in our podcast today. And now for a summary of Facebook's official statements. Sheryl Sandberg says Facebook leadership should have spoken sooner, but they are open to regulation. From the Facebook newsroom, Pursuing forensic audits to investigate Cambridge Analytica. Cracking down on platform abuse. Hard questions update on Cambridge Analytica. And from the Facebook developer blog, platform policy updates to prevent abuse. And those are just some of the headlines of the past week with respect to this scandal facebook is having a tough time this week but as they say chickens coming home to roost hopefully this will be an opportunity for them to make some significant changes if they survive this and now on to our other stories facebook withdraws feature from select ad campaigns Now, according to a Marketing Land article on Friday the 23rd of March, ad campaigns that use custom audiences will no longer be provided with audience estimates. Now, according to Facebook, this is a temporary measure till the bug is dealt with. Now, this bug, called a vulnerability, was discovered by a research team at Northeastern University they sent notification to Facebook's Bug Bounty program. The vulnerability allows anyone to determine the attributes of a person, such as their gender, um, what they like, etc., using just their email address by playing around with the audience estimates while developing an ad campaign for a custom target group. Facebook is developing non-ad monetization for video creators. They're developing tools that help creators to make money on their platform without making use of the much maligned, and now a little too hot to touch, ads. The first stage, available since January, was a tipping option for gamer live streams so viewers are allowed to make donations to their favorite gamers. Now Facebook Newsroom released an article on the 19th of March outlining their plans. And these are just some of the tools and strategies that they are proposing. One is a tool that facilitates branded content, also known as sponsored content. But this is still in the testing stages. According to the Facebook Newsroom article, Quote, Creators participating in the test can set up a portfolio highlighting their area of expertise, and advertisers can search and find creators to collaborate on compelling branded content campaigns. Unquote. Now according to a Social Media Today article dated 20th of March, this means that quote, "Facebook's looking to make it easier to facilitate influencer marketing opportunities on the platform by establishing an official marketplace for such deals." Unquote. A second option presented would be a subscription plan. This is where fans would be able to subscribe to the content of select creators for about 4.99 per month according to a Recode article. To quote Facebook, quote fans will have the option to support the creator with a monthly payment in exchange for perks like exclusive content and a badge highlighting their status as a supporter. Unquote. A third option presented would be to help creators identify and therefore cater to their biggest fans. So creators top fans are highlighted by quote displaying a badge next to their names and adding their name to a leaderboard of highly engaged fans. Note these tools will be tested with selected creators in the coming weeks. Sadly, it hasn't come to Trinidad as yet. But stay tuned, keep your eye on the ground, and stay subscribed to WhatsApp social media and we will make sure to let you know. Another closely related initiative includes the development of tools that facilitate gamers that live stream. For example they're allowing the development of PC games that can be streamed on Facebook with just one click. Now on to the next story. The Google News Initiative has been launched now via their blog called the keyword blog.google google announced a major project with the purpose of helping publishers and fighting fake news its aim is to quote help quality journalism thrive in today's digital age unquote it is called the google news initiative And the company has declared its commitment to it to the tune of $300 million over 3 years. Now according to their article, the objectives of this project are as follows. 1. To elevate and strengthen quality journalism. This essentially means that they are working to combat Misinformation via direct collaboration with news organizations. Now, one of the actions being taken is the launch of the Disinfo Lab in collaboration with the first draft. Now, what is the first draft, you may ask? This is a project of the Harvard Kennedy School's Shorenstein Center. Now, according to their website, FirstDraftNews.org, they fight mis and disinformation through fieldwork, research, and education. Now, the purpose of this disinfo lab will be to, quote, combat mis and disinformation during election and breaking news moments. The second objective is to, quote, evolve business models to drive sustainable growth." So this essentially means that they'll be helping publishers expand their revenue streams. One of the tools they will be using is called Subscribe with Google, which will be facilitating easy subscription to various news outlets online. The third objective will be to Empower news organizations through technological innovation, One of the major tools they'll be rolling out, in fact they rolled it out already, is called Outline, which allows non-techies to set up their own VPN, as in virtual private network, on a private server. Sounds like some good news there. Now I know some people could really do something like that. Now on to the next story. Instagram inches back towards Chronological. Now this is according to a Search Engine Journal article on the 22nd of March. It's not a full return to Chronological where you see posts in the order that they appear on the platform. But it's close enough. Or is it? We don't know, we'll see how people respond to it. Now, what they have done is they have shifted the algorithm in such a way that most recent posts will be moved to the top. So that, according to the Instagram blog post of the 22nd of March, quote, your feed will feel more fresh and you won't miss the moments you care about, unquote. Oh, by the way, automatic refresh has been removed. It's now been replaced by a new post button that users can click at their discretion. So no more of the feed just refreshing on you without any warning and you lose your place and you're trying to find this photo and you have to scroll and scroll and scroll. Yeah, no more of that. Just click to new post when you are ready to refresh. And now, let's see what's next. YouTube Live Stream Now Much Easier According to a We Are Social Media article on the 23rd of March, Quote: YouTube announced this week that it is making it easier for users to go live and interact with their communities, both on desktop and mobile. Unquote. Now there's a catch the live stream exclusively works on chrome browser for now mobile will have the same ease in the next few months if you have an asus lg motorola nokia or samsung phone so it's not for everything it's for a specific browser and the mobile is not as yet available. But the good news is that once you have your Chrome browser, you don't have to go through the drama of downloading and coding software anymore. You can live stream directly via YouTube without any extra software and tools, etc. All you have to do is go to youtube.com slash webcam or click go live in the YouTube header. Next story, YouTube director expands to 170 cities. Now when this on-site video ad service was first launched, it was available in six U.S. cities, Atlanta, Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco and Washington DC. One year later, they are now expanding to 170 cities in the US. Their website, provided in the show notes, includes a map showing the locations of these cities. So what does YouTube Director actually do? It connects you with experts that will script, film and edit a 30-second video ad for you. The cost is a commitment from you to spend at least 350 US on YouTube ads via Google AdWords. Now, of course, this this hasn't been expanded beyond the US, but we'll keep listening out and looking out for when it does because, hey, I'm sure there are lots of us that would love the opportunity To get that kind of support to create short video ads, either for social or online web, even maybe for TV. So let's keep our ears open for this one. Next story No more personals on Craigslist. Now, in response to the passing of an anti sex trafficking bill this week, Craigslist announced in a statement that it will be shuttering its personal ads section for U.S. cities. According to the Next Web article, the new bill called the Allow States and Victims to Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act of 2017, aka FOSTA, could land Craigslist in hot water. If it continues to allow people to post ads promoting the availability of minors for sex. Ew. Interestingly, the personal section for other cities around the world remains open. Hmm. Now in the context of slowing down the sex trafficking industry, this is good news. Hopefully, similar sites will soon be doing the same, thus stymieing the trafficking of minors. At least in the U.S. Hopefully other countries will also follow suit. And that's it for our top news this week. Now for our Honorable Mentions. As before, because there's a lot of Honorable Mentions, I'll be outlining them in order of social media platform. Facebook Group chats on Facebook Messenger now has admin rights. Facebook has rolled out ad improvements for retailers. They're also providing better performance data on augmented reality, AR, effects. This past week, Facebook released their monthly Topics to Watch report highlighting key trends. Interestingly, one of the most searched for topics in the past month was for Calabaza. Now what's that? Well, we here in Trinidad and the rest of the West Indies, we know it as pumpkin. Yeah, pumpkin. So all those chefs and foodies out there, feel free to create some posts, blogs, videos, pictures, you name it, about pumpkin dishes. In fact, I got a suggestion of two really great hashtags that you can use. One is hashtag pumpkinlicious, and the other is hashtag pumpkin dishes. On a personal note, one of my favorites is pumpkin choca. So anybody want to, you know, create something, put it out there, I would love to take a look. Facebook warns Mexicans about fake news in their presidential campaign. And that's it for honorable mentions for Facebook. Now for Google. Google is letting users conduct searches within business reviews. That's interesting. Google Play Instant has been launched, allowing the offer of free trials of Android apps. So those apps that you have to pay for, now developers are allowed to give you a free trial before you buy. Now I've already experienced it, Using Vimeo. I was looking at a video about WeFarm, which is a social media network for farmers via SMS, also known as texting. And when I tried to play it, I was taken to Google Instant Play and I was able to see it within the Vimeo app on my phone. It seems to be an automatic thing once the app developer installs it into their app. And you have not purchased that app, you will be automatically taken to a free trial. More users should now have access to an updated Google My Business tool. That's when, when you search a business, you would see to the right hand side of the screen, you'd often see a very specific search result that would give details about the business. It may have a picture of the business's location a map to the business, contact info, etc. So it's like a, a separate card, something like a card on the screen that gives that business's information all in one place. Is it available locally? Yes, it is available locally. It's been recently updated. So more users should have access to that updated version. I have yet to determine whether the updated version is available in Trinidad and Tobago. Stay tuned and I'll let you know. Another great way to stay tuned is to subscribe to my podcast and listen to it every week. (laughs) Now, last one for Google. Google Assistant can now be used to send money. Now, of course, again, this one is... I cannot tell you as yet whether this is available locally, but this seems to be the trend that's happening already. Remember last week we talked about WhatsApp payments being developed in India. But more and more payments via these apps and tools are being facilitated and launched and rolled out and all of that. And now let's see what's up with Instagram. Quote style resharing is being tested in stories. Now what do they mean by quote style? Those of you that are familiar with Twitter, you know when you want to retweet a post from someone else, you have two options. You can either retweet it as is, or you can quote the tweet, where the tweet is now an active picture that's added to your tweet, and you can then add your own two cents on what you have shared. So Instagram is testing that in stories. So essentially you may see someone's story and then you can add you can add your own two cents to it and you are then allowed to reshare it. Active links to other Instagram profiles as well as hashtags are now available. What does that mean in your Instagram bio? You can now add a hashtag one or more hashtags You can also add an active link to another Instagram profile. Note, other Instagram profile. Now, people don't go crazy with this. Don't spam your own bio. Okay, to me, the best start with respect to hashtags is use the Twitter rule for Twitter bios. You put a hashtag that is unique to you. Or you add a hashtag that's with respect to a particular event. Make sure the profile that you are adding is either your other Instagram profile because there are people that have more than one Instagram profile or it's that of a partner or client that you want to feature or, you know, big up. One of the ways you can probably use it is, for example, if you're an actor an artist you can tag the profile of your agent if they are on Instagram and vice versa you're an agent and you want to feature one of your clients you can add the link to one of your clients profiles that's my suggestion and that's it for that Instagram shopping has now been expanded to eight countries these countries are The US, Canada, Australia, France, Germany, Italy, Spain and the UK. And what does this look like? Users can tag their non-paid posts, their organic posts, with product details and pricing. People that use Instagram to market actual products, this would be a really great tool for you. So, on your post, say for example, you sell cupcakes or cakes, or you sell, um, for example, um, some of the local businesses I follow, um, those that do nails, on the picture of the nail that you just completed, you can add a tag the detailing what was done, what kind of, of manicure that was done, whether it's acrylic, whether it's natural, whether it's a French manicure, and the cost. Now, this hasn't rolled out to Trinidad and Tobago as yet, as we can tell. Although I have seen some people who probably have their profiles based elsewhere. It's shown up on their profiles. But again, this is another one of those features that we here at WhatsApp Social Media will be keeping a close eye on. And as soon as we know you will know when it gets here all right once again subscribe to us make sure and listen to us every week so that you'll be one of the first to know and first to be updated on when so many of these great features get to trinidad and tobago and i dare say the rest of the caribbean okay so that's it for instagram now let's move on now let's see what's up with youtube Not a whole lot apart from the live-streaming news. YouTube is banning gun videos. They will be banning any videos that are selling guns, promoting guns. Of course other platforms have taken advantage of this vacuum that has been created. It's shown up elsewhere. That's all I will say. It has shown up elsewhere. The next term honorable mention is that a picture-in-picture picture feature is currently being tested. Right, so that's it for YouTube. Not much with them this week. Ah, uh, Twitter. What do you have for us this week? Well, Twitter's experimenting with even more ways to show users breaking news tweets. Why? It's breaking news. People will find it. But again, it's, it's one of the ways that they're trying to reach out to people and to encourage people to continue coming to Twitter for information. So we'll see how far these experiments go and how well they perform. We'll keep you up to date on progress with respect to that and other updates and launches from our beloved social media platforms. Twitter's policy changes to combat spam went into effect last Friday. Now, this was so interesting to me because this was announced over... Oh, this is the fifth episode. This was announced in my first episode for this podcast when it was still called Sunny Side Up. So you're talking about almost a month. And people, I was on Twitter here and there. And there were people that still did not know. And um, thank goodness there were people like Andrew and Pete who went out of their way to let people know, Hey, this thing is coming in the next two days. Because there were a lot of people who still had no idea. Well, on a personal note, I took that as a sign that a podcast like this is definitely needed. because people are out there doing their social media marketing and all these changes are being made and they're not aware one of the policy changes involved posting tweets repeatedly one of the pieces of advice that you used to often get you post a tweet and if it does well you repost it again in the next day or week or so They can't do that anymore with this policy change I was flabbergasted to to observe how many people, how many marketers, had no idea. They didn't know. It's another demonstration of the need to stay informed with the news and social media, because things change fast and it's happening all the time. Another reason to subscribe to WhatsApp social media. <laughs> yes, I am throwing it out there repeatedly yes i'm reposting okay it's my podcast i can repost on my own podcast anyway so that's it for the twitter's policy last piece of news for twitter this week bans on crypto ads may also be coming to twitter as well oh my goodness at first i thought wait what? why they're being so hard on um the crypto community that's the cryptocurrency like bitcoin and so on One of the problems or one of the issues that people are dealing with is the fact that there are a lot of people who are jumping on this crypto wave and using it to scam people. There's so many stories of people that invested in Bitcoin or whatever other form of cryptocurrency thought that they got a huge payoff, especially when the value of the Bitcoin went sky high thought they had a huge payout coming to them, and then they couldn't get access to their money. So there's a lot of scammers out there taking advantage of this wave. And one of the ways that they reach people is via these ads. So that's one of the possible reasons why they're doing this. Of course, there are others. But um, again, as I said in my previous episode, I am no expert when it comes to this, neither an amateur, so I have very little to say with respect to this. I'm just letting you know what's happening. It's not banned as yet. In fact, the Twitter CEO himself was quoted as saying that that cryptocurrencies will take over by 2028. He actually gave a, a specific year. By that statement, Twitter may also ban the crypto ads. Hey LinkedIn, what's up with you? Well, LinkedIn launched a new ask for referral option for job seekers. It just makes asking for a referral easier and I would dare say providing a referral easier. LinkedIn Video now comes with Snapchat-like video filters and text effects. Now when I read about this, uh, the opinions presented by a few... Journalists fell under the category of why are you trying to copy snapchat? But then I thought to myself LinkedIn has also been reaching out to younger people. For example, there's the initiative LinkedIn students. So snapchat like video filters would probably fall under the category of making the platform feel more familiar to the younger audience. Snapchat like video filters? Look, if you don't like it, don't use it. Text effects, same thing. If you don't like it, don't use it. It's there to make it more familiar and make it more welcoming to the younger people as far as I'm concerned. And they will figure it out as they always do. So that's it for LinkedIn. And now for all the miscellaneous news items that still fall under honorable mentions but it was just basically one story per platform. Snapchat has added highlights of happening events on snap maps based on friend updates and featured stories. Now this is just one of many location based features that snapchat already has on offer and rolling out in the next few weeks, months, you name it. So. Stay tuned. Next, more marketers will be getting access to automated shopping ads on Pinterest. Well, it hasn't gotten to Trinidad as yet, as far as I can see. But my suggestion is Trinidad and Tobago, the Caribbean, let's get more into Pinterest. Next, Path founder is considering a rebuild of his social network as Facebook remains under siege. Now for our next story, Slack. They released a new policy. Now this new policy has a lot of other um, improvements, updates, etc. Especially in light of the European GDPR that's coming up in May. But then one of the changes they've made is that they're allowing bosses to read employees direct messages without consent. So, if you are sending a message to your co-worker in the other room, please understand that walls have ears and slack has eyes. Your boss's eyes, in particular. So, be careful. I believe this policy is is going into effect in May, to coincide with the European policy changes as well. that's it for slack and let's take a look at reddit remember that thing i said about crypto ads being banned on google and might be banned on twitter well this probably could shine a light on why reddit is one of those spaces that don't really um they're not really ad friendly neither ad dense so They have lots of forums for everything under the sun. And they also have one of the largest cryptocurrency forums. And they are banning memes and shilling. What's shilling? Sponsored content without letting you know that it's sponsored. So that is a type of fraud. So if this is hitting Reddit, which tends to be far more relaxed, than the other social media platforms and they have to put their foot down with respect to some of the things that people are doing in cryptocurrency spaces. Apple is proposing new emoji that include guide dogs and prosthetic limbs. This falls under accessibility initiatives. The idea behind it is essentially to give differently abled people Representation. As I say, representation matters. And talking about representation matters, Black Panther, apart from destroying box office numbers and money, it is now also the most tweeted about movie of all time. At least Twitter time. According to Twitter, the hashtags, hashtag Black Panther, Hashtag Wakanda forever and hashtag Wakanda led in trending posts with the most tweeted characters being Black Panther, Killmonger, and Shuri. That's great news and a great place to end our podcast today. As you have noticed, we don't have any local updates as yet. Most of what was rolled out globally either came to Trinidad. At the same time or didn't come here at all so no major local updates this week so that's what's up with social media these days thanks for listening to our fifth episode number five I hope you enjoyed it and if you did make sure to subscribe to us on anchor.fm soundcloud pocketcast or wherever else you may be listening As we go, remember this, social media is social, so make sure to reach out to someone today. See you next week. Bye. Music was Back to Summer by Nexlo on SoundCloud. This has been a production of Big Picture Social Media 2018.